Blog Talk Radio. the country and around the world streaming live on the internet it's real estate coaching radio bringing you the latest news interviews and secrets of the top producers hosted by award-winning real estate coaches tim and julie harris welcome back to real estate coaching radio and we are your hosts tim and julie harris and of course this is friday and um like every friday on the radio show we call it casual friday so we actually have brought a very special co-co-host, and you can hear her in the background. That's our <laughs> baby Zoe. So if you hear Zoe in the background, it's because it was Bring Your Baby to Work Day here at our business, and so Zoe's going to be occasionally uh, speaking up, and she'll hopefully uh, really help us drive down on some of the great points we have to share with you, all of you today. <laughs> so forgive the baby in the background. That's just the way it goes on here on Fridays when we have our casual Friday Bring Your Baby to Work Day. So, Julie, I know you've had a few coaching calls today. I've had a few coaching mm-hmm. calls today. I'll tell you what I'm taking from mine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to say some, something like, you know, I can theorize or you and I will, you know, read a bunch of stuff. Or we'll, we, we talk to really pretty much all the bigwigs in the real estate industry, all the people that run the biggest brokerages, all the people that, you know, really we are very, very well connected. And one of the things that uh, Julie and I started sensing earlier this year, and then I started checking it with all of them just to make sure that I wasn't you know, reading the tea leaves wrong, was that unlike the previous years, the momentum going into the end of the year didn't seem to be dropping off like it had for the past, you know, since really 2007. 2007, you know, everyone says the real estate crash started in uh, 2008. It's not true. The real estate crash started in about August, September of 2007, and pretty much every year after that, the market would be good. You guys remember this, right? The market would feel strong, like, yay, we're going to recover for maybe the first half of the year. And then the second half of the year was like a roller coaster, you know, like you know, the negative G-forces as you went down, and then the market crashed again. So, Or at least it slowed down. Well, that cycle has stopped this year. This is the first year in seven or eight years where there's actually momentum building in the marketplace. What do I mean by that? The sales velocity, the... Um, number of houses coming for sale, the, how long the houses are staying on the market, versus you know a market that's slowing. Right now we're seeing every indication as, by the way, uh, we don't do a lot of false humility on this radio show because it just clouds the point and you guys need to learn. You know, We've been telling you guys for at least a year that this was going to be the beginning stages of real estate recovery, and we were 100% right. And now, essentially, you're going to start reading and hearing. Other people reinforce that message, which if you've been listening to our show at least uh, for this year, you'll know we've been telling you for the whole year. Bottom line is, guys, this time of year, please listen to your coach or your future coach. You must be thinking about next year. Your 2015 starts now, right now, right now. The momentum that you build now it's what's going to get you paid going into next year. I'm going to be repeating this. You're going to hear this a lot on our radio shows because it's that important. The feeling you guys have at the beginning of the year, if you don't have any really good leads, if you don't have listings, if you don't have you know, momentum, the feeling of having to recreate it sometimes can screw up your mindset for 60, 90 days, and the next thing you know, basically, it's almost the summer. You've experienced this before. The way to stop it is to really drill down on specific goals you've set for yourself and always set your goals around your listing. So I'm here to tell you 
that we are absolutely positively, and I don't think anyone will argue with me, at what's going to be a you know the beginning of a very powerful, probably the most powerful upward uh, booming market in our lifetimes, the cycle that we're in now, seven to ten years. Take advantage of it. Whatever you've left along the side of the road as a result of the crash in the past, whatever bad experiences you've had, whatever, whatever that you know is holding you back in terms of your, your thought process, realize that now, now is the best time for you to really be refocusing or doubling down on your expectations from your business, from your expectations from your life. Embrace this wonderful thing we call being a realtor because it really is. It's a license to print money. It's a license to help people. It's a license to create truly a, a life of, of your dreams. Whatever you allow your mind to believe you can you know, and perceive, you, you will absolutely create. So embrace that. So I'll tell you what I'm feeling after this week's coaching calls is almost all my personal clients are experiencing uh, that actual momentum. I mean, I had a call this morning with a guy in New York City who just picked up a three hundred. I'm sorry, a three point five million dollar buyer that's in for one day on Saturday. And he's going to sell him a house. I just got off the phone with a guy up in Marin County. He picked up two relocating must buy in the next sixty days. Eight hundred fifty thousand dollar buyers. I mean, everywhere across the country, no matter what market it's in, we're all seeing this sort of rapid recovery. Don't wait until next year to get your business restarted. Do it now and focus on the listings. Julie, anything you've taken from your coaching calls today or you know, maybe this week? <laughs> Zoe says they better be doing their lead follow-up or she's coming over there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. um, well, I think that uh, agents are having more listing inventory than they've had in a long time. And, you know, they're having to manage more, but, a, you know, a little bit longer days on the market doesn't hurt you as a listing agent as long as they're not too long. So we're building inventory, which is, of course, the most important thing to be doing at this time of year. So that's exciting. That's right. So um, there are three questions that I've seen numerous times uh, that have come in that I'm going to address right now. So for all of our listeners in this month, you know, I, we're going to have over 50,000 uh, we, these are three questions you guys kind of ask randomly, so I'm just going to put it out there. A lot of you guys are asking if Julie and I are available to speak at your events, and the answer is yes. And what you need to do is just email me directly, coachtimharris at gmail.com. If it, and to be honest with you, the events have to be a really good fit for us because events are something that, that are very disruptive, very time-consuming, all those types of things. But, of course, we always love getting out there and, and uh, meeting you guys in, in real life. The second question we're getting a lot is, are Julie and I taking personal coaching clients? Um, the answer is yes, but probably not for that much longer because Julie and I are you know, limited, obviously, in the amount of time we set aside every day for personal coaching clients. Uh, a lot of you guys go through free coaching calls for agents.com. You'll talk to one of our coaches. If you think you're a good fit for Julie and I personally, um, you can email me again directly, coachtimharris at gmail.com, coachtimharris at gmail.com. We'll set up a call. We'll see if you're a good fit for one of us, or maybe you're a better fit for one of our other coaches. So, yes, we're still taking uh, personal clients, but in all reality, I think that after probably another two weeks, we're going to be completely full, and Julie and I aren't going to be taking on any more clients maybe until, like, next year. Not a, That's just a fact. I mean, there's only so many hours in the day that we can be on the phones because we have other things, obviously, we have to do. And I had this uh, question come in twice, which I thought was interesting. Can we provide a quote or a testimonial or something like that for your book or for your website or whatever? And the answer is we're open to it, but you've got to send us the media so we can look at it. We won't provide blind testimonials. We won't provide blind quotes for books unless we've read them. I know 
A lot of authors will, you know, basically email somebody and say, can you give me a quote for my book without the person actually seeing it? I won't do that. Julie won't do that. So uh, you have to ask us. We have to see it first because we're not going to endorse something that we don't actually believe in. All right, so we are going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we are going to cover points, what would it be? Let's see, points 19 through 22, which are, by the way, probably the best points of all the points we've shared with you this week. So hold on for a quick commercial break, and when we come back, get ready to continue your notes from the last couple days. According to the National Association of Realtors, only 10% of agents complete an amazing 90% of all transactions because they have a coach. If you want the production and performance that comes with being a top producer, then you need one too. Not just any coach, but the leaders in coaching today, Tim and Julie Harris. Don't just take our word for it. Listen to what HGTV star and Atlanta top producer Colette McDonald has to say. Hi, my name is Colette McDonald, and I'm with Remax in Atlanta, Georgia. I just wanted to take a moment and give a shout out to Tim and Julie Harris. I've been a coaching client of theirs for the last four years. When I first started in this business 12 years ago, I was very successful, did a great amount of business, averaged between 8 and $10 million a year. When I contracted with Tim and Julie to be my graduate-level coaches, my production increased by 20% per year. I am now trending 30 million this year. That's amazing results over four years of working with Tim and Julie Harris. I highly recommend them. Tiger Woods has a coach. And why does he have a coach? Because he can't see his swing. If you do what they tell you to, you will see huge results. I am living proof. Only Tim and Julie Harris provide powerful one-on-one coaching along with all the lead generation systems, scripts, presentations, team building, and business planning tools you need to dominate your real estate market. We offer affordable pricing with no long-term contracts, and our entire coaching staff are trained professional agents with top producing track records. Take action now and visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. There's no risk, no obligation, just a free, personal, one-on-one call with a trained professional coach. Join the elite 10% of agents who make all the difference in today's market. Visit FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com to get started. Again, that's FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. Okay, I'm going to jump right back in. Julie is taking care of our fussy uh, co-host for today. Julie, you're not back on, are you? I'm here, but I reserve the right to use the mute button. Okay, that's fine. All right, so point number 19, guys. Point number 19 is focusing on units and not money. Focusing on units, have you guys ever noticed that your broker, every real estate book, heck, even every other real estate coach, they don't want you to focus on anything more than the number of homes you've sold. That's curious, don't you think, Julie? Absolutely. Why do you think that is? Well, it's obvious, isn't it? If they have you focused on the number of units that you're selling, you won't be focusing on the number amount of money that you're making or, frankly, the amount of money you're paying to your broker. Now, listen, brokers need to make money. They need to make a profit. They need to absolutely positively you know, run a business. You guys are expensive. Some of you, you know, the brokers, the brokerages and the brokers that we coach, those businesses are very difficult to run. 
But the reality of it is, is that uh, the stronger the individual agent is in a broker, the stronger the brokerage will be. I'm going to say that again. By essentially teaching agents how to be respectful of the income that they're earning and invest the money that they're making and becoming financially independent, you will not have a lot of agents leaving your office. You will not have a lot of agent churn. By teaching agents how to build wealth, and it's okay if you don't know yourself, just ask for help. By teaching agents how to build wealth, you then will build a new kind of real estate brokerage that's truly designed. I'm thinking about the guy up, uh, that we interviewed up, uh, who's one of the owners of PAC Union up around San Francisco. I mean, build your business around basically agents. Build your business around creating a business that's conducive to agents building their own businesses around the agents building wealth for themselves. The old school, been around forever, needs to be forgotten about uh, mindset that you need to focus on units as an agent and not income. You guys, individual agents, you need to stop forever thinking about that. You are in this business to make profit. That is your product. So make sure, yes, you're keeping track of how many houses you sold, but most importantly, keep track of how much net profit you're making. Now, the next point, Julian, I'm going to add this one. The next point, and this one also makes my teeth itch, is when you hear people say, it's a numbers business. Oh, it's a numbers business. Yes. Gives so when you hear that, hear Julie, that. what does it mean to you? What, what, what do you think when you hear people saying that? Well, one thing that I, I comes to mind most obviously is I've got to make X number of contacts. Well, I've been making my contacts. So I contacted, you know, I made 40 just listed and just sold calls yesterday. I did my job. Oh, really? Did you set any appointments? Leads and contacts by themselves have no value. Appointments and listings and buyer contracts written have value. So it's very easy for you to get stuck in what we lovingly call contactitis, where you can believe that just making the contact is enough. Well, there's a lot more to it than that. It's the scripts that you're using. It's your closing ability. It's, all of the, it's who you're calling is a huge part of this. So I think that's part of it. And then I think also agents, without thinking about it, often set goals like if you go, we're speaking in front of 100 people and we say, what do you want to do this year? They always choose a round number like 50 units or 100 units. And if they're not halfway there by June, then they beat themselves up and, you know, they're making it all about the numbers instead of about helping people, about profitability, and about what's real. So, and, you know, there's a lot of uh, other coaches and trainers that will say, well, as long as you're making your contacts, you know, you'll get there. Well, how well, about working it, I mean, on it skill? It goes back Go to some of the insidious aspects of our real estate industry. Where you get in this business, do you guys remember back, some of you it's easy because it was yesterday, back when you got your real estate license and you were all optimistic and you were excited about what you were going to do and what you could create for your family and you know maybe you could you know, really radically change your life, pay off debt, buy a new house, go to Disneyland. Do you guys remember that? that version of you. Now, some of you are younger and you guys are just, you know, gals are just figuring out how, what amazing business real estate can be and you're figuring out this is the quickest way for you to create financial independence. I mean, I get all that. All of our motivations are different. But what happens when you get in the real estate business? Have you guys noticed how your dream for yourself, in many cases, has been totally corrupted? You started out in this business probably with really probably the best mindset you could. You want to get in this business to obviously you know, help you and your family, and then you want to get in this business because you have a passion, hopefully for real estate, but probably in your heart for helping other people. And then all of a sudden what happens? Your dream, your thinking gets corrupted. It's a numbers business. You know, that's one thing. Oh, you count units, you don't count dollars. 
So you see how a lot of the crap that's being taught to realtors, and basically it's been taught to realtors for so long that no one even questions it anymore. It's like dogma. Do you guys see how that is ruining your not just how you feel, but also the results that you get? I mean, just for a second, take off that 1,000-pound jacket that you're wearing where you, you know, if you believe that it's, it basically it all comes down to contacts and it's a numbers business. And then replace that with the idea that you're here to help people, that you're here to serve people, that your whole intent of being in this business is to be of service. Do you notice how immediately when you adopt that mindset you feel different? I mean, really, you should practice that. It's a very powerful thing. The pent-up you know, frustration, ego-based numbers, tracking, contact, business, Mickey Mouse, as soon as you let that go and say, I'm here to be a service to others, I'm here to provide the highest level of service to whomever chooses to do business with me and whomever, by the way, I choose to do business with. When you adopt that mindset, guys, not only do you absolutely positively let the stress melt away and get in, and get in really true contact with your best self, but you're also going to attract a lot more business to you. So please, when you hear these boiler room, you know, BS salesman telling you basically that you know it's not a people business, it's a numbers business, or track units don't track dollars. You need to immediately sense what you're feeling on the inside and ask yourself if feeling like that is going to make you motivated to the point where you're actually going to achieve your goals. And then, like I said, reconnect with how you and why you originally got in the real estate business. So here's the next point. Now, this one sometimes is confusing, but it's really important. Okay, Julie, ready? Are you there? Yes, I am indeed. All right, good. Zoe, are you there? She is. She's chewing on her keys. We're good. Okay, good. Balance versus sacrifice. Balance versus sacrifice. Can you share with us your thoughts on that, Julie? Well, sure. A lot of times we have calls, and sometimes these are with our own one-on-one coaching clients, and other times it's free coaching calls, and various agents will, will come to the call and say, I just feel out of balance. I feel like I'm sacrificing too much. The business is taking too much away from other things, my personal life, my family, etc. And so they start believing that in order to be a great salesperson, meaning that you're helping as many people as you can and you're making great income as a result, that somehow you have to sacrifice everything else. Well, I'd be doing more business. I just don't want to sacrifice the time. So that gets you into a perpetual stage of since you believe that, you're not going to make the income because you're not going to help the people because you believe it takes too much away from you. When in fact... Balance is a bit of a myth. You know, anybody that's moving forward and really doing what they're supposed to be doing in life to help other people is going to have a little bit of imbalance most of the time in various parts of their life. And that's okay. What's not okay is to believe that it, you have to sacrifice everything. So a big part of our coaching is actually looking at what are your goals in five areas of life, actually writing them down, actually you know, turning it into a goal, not just a dream. Goals are measurable, specific, time-dependent, you know, all of these great coaching things that we do. And then we say, all right, well, right now, what's out of balance? You can work on these things. Some, sometimes some of them are better than others, but that's normal. You know, anybody that accomplishes anything great is going to be off track here and there sometimes in some parts of their life. That's called normal. But the best you know, agents in terms of top producers and also balance with their family. I mean, honestly, Tim, I think about people like Lance and Karen Kenmore. We've been coaching them for about seven or eight years. I can't believe their kids are ready for middle school. It's been that long. And they are Dude, absolutely one. Them. Yeah, go ahead. We've been coaching them for longer than seven or eight years. We've been coaching them for more like oh, 10. But yeah, be because but, uh, their kids have gotten sold. But they're on track right. to do 200 deals. Okay. 
They own four car washes, a family farm. They've got two little kids. And I think I could tell you maybe twice that they've even remotely sounded unglued. These guys set the goals in their five areas of life, and they work on them all year long. They work on them. We check in every quarter. They're conscious of it. And you know what? They're doing that kind of business, and they're pretty happy. And Zoe agrees. I mean, that's that feeling. That's right. That feeling of imbalance, guys, it happens when you don't have a clear vision of where you want to do and what you want to accomplish. When you're married, when you have a family, you need to create those types of goals as a unit, not just individually. So literally, you need to say, okay, family or wife or a husband or a child or whatever, what is it that we want to accomplish next year as a family? Maybe you're individually, maybe you're by yourself, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want to accomplish next year, and then you build it backwards. So the balance thing happens. We all feel overwhelmed when we lose track of what we're trying to do every single day. And it all goes back down to really kind of centering yourself and realizing that your business is there to serve your personal life. You don't honestly provide you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're supposed to be doing every day with your daily minimum standards. And when you're doing that every single day, three to five daily minimum standards, that when you do those things and you do them consistently, which is the whole point of calling them daily minimum standards, the balance thing never even comes up because the daily minimum standards are built around your overall goals in life, which if you're, again, you're starting to think about 2015, when you're setting new goals, set the new goals as a family, not just individually. And guess what? Yeah, if you've got some debt to pay off, or if you've got something that you need to earn to save money for, it's going to mean that you're probably going to be spending more time focusing on earning money than you otherwise would like to. So go to your family and say, listen, family, next year we want to buy a new house. You know, I need to save another X thousand dollars, and that means that I'm going to have to be working this much more, and this is how it's going to benefit everyone when we accomplish this goal. Or I want to save up money so we can go to Disney World. Or maybe you guys, this time of year, I want to be saving up money to make this the best Christmas ever. From, you, you guys get the point? I mean, this whole balance thing, that's what stresses people out, the thought that I need to be in balance. Julie touched on well, it. There's and no... not dealing with it and not really defining what that even means, you know. I, I had a, kind of a flashback to something that one of my clients in California, Jennifer Doak, was talking to me about. You know, she made a killing during the crash doing BPOs, cranking out thousands, literally thousands of BPOs, but her teenage kids helped her with that. And the funny thing, the thing that stuck with me from one of our previous calls, she was saying that her sons kind of miss helping her with that. Okay, so she turned the BPO money into a family business. And, you know, one of the most balanced agents I'm coaching. Yeah, absolutely. All right, point number, this is point number 22 from the last three days. You guys can go back and listen to the past radio shows. Um, and I just wrote down priorities versus bright light, and then I wrote down the word myopic. What does that mean? That means that you have to stay laser-focused and not encourage or welcome in any distractions. Free coaching calls. Julie and I have two or three of these a day, right? And you guys can go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com if you want a free coaching call. So um, either Julie or myself or you know one of the other coaches will, will be more than happy to help you. So one of the things I consistently hear when I have these free coaching calls is lead generation, right? I am paying for leads from Zillow, I'm paying for leads from this company, and I'm paying a referral fee, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing all these different things. There's no balance, there's no focus, there's no one thing that you've become really, really good at. It's all just hit and miss, a little bit of everything everywhere. 
When you run your business like that, which 99.9% .9 of you are guilty of doing, you're never going to actually get good at anything. You know, it's a fun question I ask on free coaching calls. So here's one I'll throw at you guys. If, for example, let's say that paid buyer lead generation became illegal. I know it's not going to happen. I'm just throwing this out there for you guys to think about it. If all of a sudden selling buyer leads became illegal, boom, gone, how many of you guys would be out of business because you've never learned how to do anything else? Think about that, right? So you have to have a myopic, laser-like, absolutely deterred, uh, really focus on your goals every single day. And nothing can get you off. And when you do get off your game, you go right back to it. You have your ability to go right back to what you're supposed to be doing. Guys, we talked about this yesterday or the day before. You know, repetitious boredom pays off. Most days in your real estate business, it's going to be boring. When you come home from work and, you're, and someone asks you how your day went, what you did, you're not really going to have much to talk about because it's going to have been boring. Most of what it takes to be successful long term, it's not buying the winning lottery ticket and getting lucky. It's doing the same thing over and over again, even when you don't feel like it, and doing it at the highest level. Remember, guys, yesterday we also talked about getting your body in action and your emotions will follow and not waiting around to feel a certain way before you take actions. Practice that on a micro scale. On a micro, you know, here we're coming up from the weekend. How many of you have planned on working out? No, maybe some of you take the weekend off. Well, tomorrow, when you don't feel like going on a five-mile walk or whatever it is, Get your body in motion. Put your shoes on, start walking, and notice how after maybe a half mile, you all of a sudden will feel like doing it. Virtually everything in life is like that. And also, again, it's key and critical and absolutely necessary that you internalize not to wait for your feelings, just feeling like or waiting to feel like before you're actually going to allow yourself to be successful at anything and get better. It means you're never going to get better at anything. So the next point we wrote down um, oh, this is interesting, Julie, and this is definitely something mm -hmm. that's happening in the biggest markets. Focus mm -hmm. in on multiple transactions, not just one. In other words, if that, seller is going to, if that seller is going to lead to others, is that four family you're listing, would that be better off to make into four individual condos or townhomes? Julie, you have coaching clients that are thinking like that, thinking of every single deal as multiple deals, right? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, that applies to, of course, there's still some REO business around. That's one relationship, mm -hmm. multiple deals. Working with builders, especially small semi-custom builders, one relationship, multiple listings. You know, uh, splitting up buildings into multiple units, turning them, you know, an apartment building into condos, all of that kind of thing. You know, there's a huge influx of that right now. And, you know, the biggest problem I hear is some agents will say, well, we don't have any of that around here. Well, can you really say that without checking? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. This is because you haven't come across it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So, I mean, that's a huge opportunity right now. Well, you can also create your own inventory too, can't you? I mean, in a lot of areas, I'm thinking like Houston, I'm thinking anywhere in New York City, the Bronx, Brooklyn, out in L.A., anywhere really where there's a high density of uh, big old homes on big double lots. Well, guys, pay attention. What's happening is a lot of those homes are getting torn down or they're made into maybe like back in the 70s, they were made into some crappy apartments. Those types of properties are gold in a market like this because of the market shifts that are happening. What's happening, guys? You know this. Folks are wanting to move in close to the city. You know, the nature of what people are wanting to live in has shifted. 
the Generation Y, you know, they want to live close into the restaurants and the hubbub, and they don't want to have cars. And the, I mean, depending on where you are in the country, this is true. So the reality of it is, is we have coaching clients that are making a fortune off buying and helping developers buy old houses, you know, essentially rezoning them so they can be multifamilies, reselling them as condos. So get in your mind that it's no such thing as one deal. One listing should always result in two transactions. If you, know, if you sell a house to a buyer and they've got a little kid, why not have that buyer buy a rental property, have the house paid off by the time their little kid goes to college, boom, there's their college fund, right? I mean, start thinking in terms of multiple transactions. All of us are conditioned just to think of one client, one deal. Think of one client, multiple, multiple transactions. Always be asking for business. Never be afraid to ask for business. Whom else do you know that might be interested in buying or selling real estate? Who else do you know that might be having trouble selling their home in this market that I should be helping? Those types of statements. Always be there to be of service to others. And remember the mindset is just that. I'm here to serve you. Think that. You don't have to say it, but think it. My highest and best use is becoming the best realtor I possibly can be so I can help the most people at the highest level. And even if you come up against some gruff butthead, you can stop yourself from reacting in an egotistical way to their bad behavior, and you can say to yourself, I want to help this person. Clearly, they're frustrated or they wouldn't be acting this way, right? See how it's a mindset? When you shift your mindset to the higher self like this, you will attract more people to you, and almost to the point where you'll, people will think you have some sort of mystical power. The mystical, mystical power you do have is the fact that you're in connection with essentially being of service to others, which is our highest and best use, especially in this industry. So, guys, it's been a great week. Thanks again for making us the number one real estate coaching radio show you know, online. We have you know, tens of thousands of you listening every single month. I love it. We're looking forward to a lot of really great interviews, a lot of great interviews coming up uh, later this month. We have you know, more of the top agents in the country. We have more Bravo TV stars, coaching clients. We have more CEOs and executives from different companies. So it's really fantastic. Oh, I, this is another email I forgot to respond to, or I've received this numerous times. If you think that you would like to be um, featured on our radio show, interviewed, or as we like to say, one of our co-hosts, um, you can email. You know what? Just email me, and I'll forward the email to uh, our producer, CoachTimHarris at gmail.com. In the meantime, guys, what's your homework from this radio show and every single radio show? Share it with other realtors. Help us get the word out. They're at the very beginning stages of what's going to be the best real estate market of our lifetimes. Help us help others. That's your homework. And I want you to take that seriously. I know not all of you do. I can tell when you guys share it or you don't. Please help us get the word out. Email the replays to this show and all of our others. Send folks a link. Hey, they listen or they don't. That's not your responsibility. Give us the ability to be of service to other people and see you're helping us fulfill our purpose, which is being the highest and best use to you guys. So have a fantastic weekend. If you need us for anything, remember free coaching calls for agents.com. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.